the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 109. Thanks for joining me here today. I'm reading the book, Right Kind of Wrong, The Science of Failing Well by Amy Edmondson. And there are some really great ideas in that book and it explains why we all don't like to fail or we really struggle so much with failure. So it's really worth the read if you have the time. But I wanted to share with you one idea that I've come across so far as I'm reading and I really, really like this idea. And it made me think about many of the failures in my life and how I interpreted them and the different environments that I've been in and how failure is looked upon in those different environments. And so this is an idea of the spectrum of failure. So imagine or draw yourself a horizontal line if you can. And at one end, put the word blameworthy. And at the other end, put the word praiseworthy. And now starting from the blameworthy end, going towards the praiseworthy end, put tick marks with the following labels. Sabotage, inattention, inability, challenge, uncertainty, and experimentation. That's the whole spectrum of causes of failure that they present in the book. And now think about this. There's so many causes of failure, all the way from deliberate sabotage, like physically trying to make something fail that they have put down on the blameworthy end, all the way to experimentation where we are trying things that have never been tried before, all the way up on the praiseworthy end. So we have blameworthy failure all the way to praiseworthy failure. And so here's the question in the book that really got me thinking, and I want you to consider it too. What percentage of the failures in your organization or your family or anywhere in your life can be considered blameworthy? Think about that again. What percentage of the failures in your organization or your family can be considered blameworthy? Now remember, blameworthy is down on the end of the spectrum with sabotage. What percentage do you think is actually blameworthy? Now pick a number. If we were together, I would ask you what that number was. And if we were in a group of people, we would all compare what numbers we have. But just really consider failure in your company that is actually blameworthy. What percentage? Now the book indicates that most people, when they really consider this question, will come up with a pretty low number, something like one to 2% of the failure that they see in their company or their family is actually blameworthy. Now compare that with the number you came up with. It might be the same. It might be different. But now consider the next question from the book. And it was, how many of the failures are treated as blameworthy by those who matter in your organization or your life? We can act like failures are blameworthy even when they're not. And sometimes we're so uncomfortable with failure that we treat any failure as blameworthy. So consider it for your organization. How are failures actually treated? Are they treated like they're blameworthy or are they treated like failure is a good thing? What percentage is treated like it's blameworthy? 
Now, the book indicates that the answer that most people will give to this is somewhere between 70 and 90% of failures are being treated as blameworthy. And sometimes people will even just say all of them. All failure is treated as blameworthy in the organization or the family that I am in. So no wonder most of us don't like to fail is because we're all sitting out there being blamed for things when we're just attempting to do something new or we're treating other people like they've done a horrible thing, like there's actually something to be blamed for whenever anything goes wrong. Super interesting thing, right? Even though we look at the beginning and we say, okay, well, the first question we answered and said that only one to two percent of the failures were actually blameworthy and then we're treating 70 to 90 percent of the failures as if they are blameworthy. Now we're living on a spectrum here for sure so you're going to run into failures that some people would categorize as blameworthy other people wouldn't. I think most of us would agree that like deliberate sabotage is probably a blameworthy failure but it gets very very situational anywhere up on the spectrum beyond then and maybe even there's some instances that sabotage might be even considered not blameworthy but think about all the different points on that spectrum is a lack of attention blameworthy well maybe in some cases if the person was healthy and capable and chose inattention but what if they had a health condition or what if a loved one had just died or what if they were facing financial ruin or what if they had a meeting in an hour that was really really important Is a failure due to lack of attention blameworthy then? Maybe, but maybe not. What about inability? Is inability blameworthy? Maybe if they had been taught or had time to practice and they knew that they were not capable and they chose to do it anyway without telling anybody. But what if there was no training and there was no practice and they felt forced into a situation? Is it blameworthy then? Maybe, maybe not. Similarly, we could go through every one of the sections of this spectrum and we could come up with reasons or situations where it might not be so black and white if the failure was blameworthy or not. And now, with this idea in mind, I want you to think about yourself and your interactions with others. When you make a mistake, do you treat yourself like it is blameworthy? Or when you have a failure in your life, Do you treat yourself like it is blameworthy? When you are in contact with others and you see them fail, do you treat them like what they did was blameworthy? How do you act when you treat someone like it is blameworthy? Like what are your actual actions that you take when you interpret something as blameworthy? How do you act differently if you thought the failure was praiseworthy? Can you watch yourself this week? and explore this just a little bit, I think it might be time to change how we treat failure and really start looking at our actions when things are blameworthy, our actions when we interpret it as blameworthy, or how we would shift and change if we saw failure as something that was praiseworthy and what we would do differently if we thought it was a praiseworthy thing. To actually see ourselves and others fail and bring it back to this spectrum and get curious. Why did it fail? Why did I fail? Why did they fail? Where were we trying to make the project fail? Where were we trying to succeed and it just failed because it failed? Did we pay attention? Did we do the job right? 
Did we miss a few details? Did we even know what we were doing? Did we understand the rules? Did we try to follow them? Did we purposely try to break the rules? Was this just a little bit beyond our current capability? Were we unsure what needed to be done? Where were we trying something that had never been attempted before? You can see this spectrum just in simple questions. And if we start asking those when we see a failure, either in our own lives or in someone else's lives, we can really start to see where we have this tendency to put all failures in this blameworthy bucket or where we can start to see that all the progress that's been made in this world has been usually on the foundation of a lot of failure. And do we count all that failure as praiseworthy because it literally guided us to the great discovery that we have today or the great outcome that we have today? Or are we really negative about all of that failure and we think that a lot of people are to blame because of all that failure even though it is literally the thing that has informed us of what the future needs to be like or has allowed us to have this great discovery that really benefits our future. It's a spectrum and a lot of your values might even come into this as you look at it where something one person sees as praiseworthy because it brought about a great discovery. Another person might see as blameworthy because it caused harm in the process and it's just really really fascinating to consider it. And is the failure showing us something that we didn't know before? Can we use that newfound knowledge to help us move forward? Are we actually going to use that newfound knowledge? You see what just brings up so many questions and it just gives us this whole area where we can be really curious about the failures that we see in our lives and we see in other people's lives. So I think we need to start to shift ourselves away from making everything blameworthy And recognizing that in so much failure, there's this portion of it that is praiseworthy. And there's even some failures that look really bad that have guided us into something. And if we can step back and see and even praise ourselves sometimes for the attempts of trying to do things and see that failure isn't all just a blameworthy thing, it actually has pieces of it that are very praiseworthy and have guided us in so many different directions. So simply consider this. What if we stopped making everything blameworthy and we started figuring out the praiseworthy parts of the failures that come across our lives? It'll be fun. Have a wonderful week. listening my friends if you enjoy this episode please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts and stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities